Hey, it's Dorian Black, and this is an apology to all our listeners. This episode is delayed. However, we do apologize. Ari and I try to get these episodes to you guys by Thursday morning. Um, Once again, we apologize for the inconvenience to all of our listeners. However, we do hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey guys, it's Ari Hart and Dorian Black with your favorite podcast, Everyone Gets a Turn. You already know. Yeah, so let's just hop right into our what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. So how was your week, Dorian? Uh, my week was, uh, it's pretty, it was pretty chill, pretty normal. Um, I had jewelry duty and it's so crazy because I was so, I've been working so much that I was so happy to get jewelry duty. It's like, I got a little break. Right. Like, I'm like really in there chilling. They got the Wi-Fi. I said, all right, I'm going to get my little corner. And I had a good spot right next to the outlet charging my phone on yeah. YouTube. I'm like, yes. Yeah. But I jewelry duty break. definitely gives you that well needed break from work. Okay. Just be chilling. But yeah, it was nice. I didn't get picked, unfortunately, but like unfortunately she said <laughs> yeah. most people be like fortunately she will say unfortunately please she said Amen. i need a break don't send me back to work yes <laughs> but um yeah I, you know i like doing drug duty even though it's all day and they only give you what nine dollars it's still cool i like going down there i love going to running terminal market get oh yes food. it's a top yes. place in there that you gotta try you're like the second person who told me there's a place in there I gotta try. It's yeah. so many places. Well, first of all, it's a top place, and they have like salmon over rice with like this the person was sauce. talking about that too. Girl, and their fucking spring rolls Yo. and the salt. Girl, somebody was saying that same they put, thing they, to me. I, they was like, I'm like, well, what's it called? They was like, I don't really. It's know just called name. like Thai, but it was like it's really good. They like if you look thing. up the word Thai, is like written in like blue like neon letters or whatever. And it's normally like a decent line, and it, it's like a big piece of like salmon over like rice, and they put the curry on it and everything. Mm, okay, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna go and find this place, Thai something. Yeah. But you're like the second person who said it because I'm like, it's a really good place. place. Like when when I have an opportunity to go to the Renton Terminal, that's my spot. Like that food is good. I think it's just mm. called Thai, mm. the name of the restaurant. I'm going to try it. There's so many places in there to try, but that's really a good one. Oh, my goodness. The one place I like going to, I think it's called Hunger Burger or something. They have really good macaroni and cheese. Okay. Like lobster macaroni and cheese. It was so delicious. I love lobster macaroni and cheese. Like, Mm -hmm. that's my shit. It was so good. I'm like, okay. And then when I go to Running Terminal Market, like growing up, my mom used to go to court a lot. So she used to always go to Running Terminal Market and get us like cookies and stuff. So I right. like going to the Amish people. Oh, yeah. Like, the bakeries and stuff. Yeah. I mean, the treats. The Running yes. Terminal is where it's at, y'all. Yeah. The only thing is like, it's so crowded in there mm-hmm. and there's so many different options. Like, you're just like, where do I go? Where do I go? But I agree. Yes. If you were in that neck of the woods. Everything. Like, I feel like all the food there is good and it's fresh. It is. Delish. Mm. Yeah. And even like going to Chinatown too. Mm-hmm. Like, I love me some duck. I never had duck. Oh my God. And Chinatown is right by the Red Terminal. So, like, duck is so good. Like, they got this good sauce and it just be mm, like better than chicken. Does it taste similar to chicken? I mean, not, not really, but it's so. I don't know how to explain it. You have to try it. Mm. You know, people think, oh, that's nasty. 
Duck is so good. Like, me and my mom, when my aunt from Detroit used to come down a lot, we would all just go get duck as soon as she got in town. Really? From our little restaurant in Chinatown. Yes, and they got the hot duck sauce on top of it, the juice. Oh, my God. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try duck. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to step out my comfort zone. Yeah. Because I'm going to say, mm, but I'm going to try it. I think you should try it. Like, it's so good. It's not, like, nasty like what you might think it is. Mm, I think it scares me because when you see them, like, hanging it in a window yeah, with, yeah, like, yeah. their head and stuff still on it, but when you get it in your, like, plate, they have it all. It's not any head or anything. Like, it's, okay. like, chopped up, you know, regular. Okay. So, it's not any type of eyes looking at you mm. if that's what you're worried about. So, nope. Um, But, yeah, my week was pretty good. Ready for the Thanksgiving break. I'm sleepy. I'm tired. Mm. Just ready to wind down. You know, I'm an old lady out here. I don't know why I'm so tired. Yeah, it's just wild. I don't know what I can possibly do to get myself untired, mm. but... Um, but I'm really looking for more so when, when a break comes around because that'll be a nice longer break. This is only like three days and then the two weekend days. So, but yeah. And then I'm going on t- like a date this weekend with the person that I was talking about the last podcast <laughs> that I went to the restaurant with. So that'll be exciting. I think we're going to go see that movie called Queen and Slim. Oh, yeah. I heard that was a good movie. So it's a love story and then i'm going with somebody i'm dating so i don't feel as crappy about watching it i i feel like sometimes i don't like seeing crappy i feel like sometimes i'm not like a big fan of watching like romance movies because i'm just like i don't got no nigga i don't want to watch this shit but now i'm about to be in the theater watching all of it as long as i'm dating somebody i don't know i've always been like that like if i wasn't dating anybody i'm like i really the only romantic movie i could watch without getting sick to my stomach was titanic really Mm mm-hmm any other romantic movie? I'm like, y'all can go ahead. Um, I think for me, I don't mind the romantic movies. Mm-hmm. I think it's when I see actual couples, I'm like, no, get, oh, get it out of here. I don't want to see it. Like, please. Yeah. And that's a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's not even necessarily hating. It's just like, damn, I want that for myself. Right. And I don't really want to see other people having, you know, that in front of me. It's not that I'm. It's not that you're hating. It's just like. Right. You want it too. It's like, I want it too. And I deserve it too. Yes. Like, oh my goodness. I think people fail to realize, like, romance is such an important aspect in, like, relationships. Like, Mm -hmm. it's nothing to feel like your person. Like, that's your person. Like, someone you can do whatever with. Somebody that make you feel special. Like, (sighs) Yeah. Like, while you do have your friends and, you know, you can have your soulmate with your friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a romantic person yes. that they have. So, it's you know. Nothing like having your man. Like, yeah, girl, I gotta go home to my man tonight. Right. Or just having somebody that wants to spend, like, nice, genuine mm-hmm. time and likes you. Like, the guy I'm going out with, like, you know, he always talks about, like, what he would like us to do and stuff like that. So, yeah. it's nice, like, being able to, like, plan stuff with somebody. Like, oh, let's do this. And, you know, he even said, like, he wanted us to go out for, like, New Year's. So See, that would be my first New Year's actually going out with somebody if I do. Like that, like I love stuff like that. Somebody mm-hmm. that's willing to plan stuff and have things in mind, and like me personally, I love just going out. We don't even have to be like on a date like setting, like just us going out, like us right. going to the terminal market, or right. like, us just going for a walk in the going park. Going get some dubs. Like, yes, like <laughs> us just spending time together. Yeah, it don't have to be nothing like, deep. Yeah, like I think like. Outside of a, like a bedroom setting, like right. there's other way to find intimacy and like that's like uh, the best like right like right uh, now this time of year we got all the different light shows like yes. at uh, Franklin Square 
and stuff like that. Like, it is nice to be able to send somebody like, oh, look at this thing I found. They're like, oh, let's do it. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think people, like, when you're in relationships, I think Russell Wilson and Sierra said they at least had one date night throughout the week. And right. I'm like, people forget how important dating the person you're with is. Like, right. you still have to make that person feel special. You still have to learn and understand that person. Like, once you get them, you can't just be like, all right, they're here. Like, you right. still have to invest. Yes. Yeah. So I will say that, like, it is nice. And, like, I'm not saying I never had guys that wanted to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, even the guy I was messing with before this, like, me and him would, like, go out and do stuff together. And it was just nice, like, oh, you want to, I'm sending you a, a flyer for something. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. let's check it out. But this guy is different because now, like, this person, I feel like we both are on the same page as far as, like, what we want mm-hmm. out of another person. Right. And now I feel like I can say stuff like, oh, let's plan, like, a little weekend where we go to X, Y, and Z. And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I'm down for that. Because, like, he works. In New York, actually, where oh, Tony wow. works. I mean, where Tony lives. And he was like, oh, we should have a weekend there. And I was like, well, we do. I'm going to definitely have to see my friend Tony because there's no way I can go to New York. And I see Tony because he goes. Right. But he was like looking up like Airbnb. He's like, oh, yeah, that would be so fun. Like people that somebody that just want to plan. Yes. You know, something. Or, oh, let's go see a movie. Like you just said, like it don't even got to be nothing deep. Right. Like, as long as we spend it even some Buster. type of time together. Right. Like that's so important like and one thing i can say about one of my exes dog face to be exact uh-huh. <laughs> he was really good at stuff like that like, okay like he would plan stuff and like one time he surprised me he was like come on we going out we going out i'm like where are we going and he surprised me and got my hair done i was like uh-huh. oh that was really nice that was really and cute. you know we can admit when our exes had good qualities about them yes. you know because i will say that too like carter he was very good at like wanting to do stuff and go mm-hmm. places and he wasn't like a stingy nigga yeah you know and that's one thing i think i can recognize in like exes like okay they did this thing good but a lot of this other shit they could keep right like, okay just give me that part right good, like but, but yeah like that's so important it feels good when you can like oh let's do this mm-hmm. and they want to do it yes oh my goodness that's the worst like when it's like pulling teeth and like oh well, let's do this and they're like i don't want to do that or that's boring and it's just like all right now i don't right because i'm gonna compromise like if you want me to go to some nut ass football game i'm gonna go even right then. because let's be honest when i used to go to those 76er games with like carter mm-hmm. i don't fucking know anything about basketball right but i would go i mean it was an okay atmosphere mm-hmm. like why not so it's like if i want to do something you should compromise okay. as long as i'm not telling you to get your nose some fucking acrylic nose put on it shouldn't be no issue for what we doing right as long as there's nothing that's stepping out of your comfort zone don't want some crazy ass yeah level. like i'm not asking you to jump out a fucking plane like right. i just well i might because i do want to skydive <laughs> i do too but i wouldn't like if you I wouldn't, wouldn't like force like, it on yeah, the person right, like, right i wouldn't be like all right come on and push them out the damn plane right you like all right if you really feel uncomfortable yeah, right then i just want you to hang out with me that's right. all like ugh. Yeah, and I feel like you're gonna get that eventually because you know you give me vibes of a person that really likes to have like a good chill time and mm-hmm. you like the cute little date ideas. And I think it's definitely gonna be somebody that you're gonna meet that likes the cute little date ideas. But I think one thing you have to do is like not get discouraged, like keep mm. you know dating, keep trying because I think sometimes we get so tired of like keep getting to know somebody, mm-hmm. keep twenty starting questions, over, keep yeah. starting over. But I think. You just have to tell yourself, the person I'm going to connect with is out there, and I just got to put forth that effort. You know what I mean? Um, especially when you put those vibes out. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like you're going to get it eventually, so. That's true, because I definitely yeah. tried Tinder, and it wasn't for me. 
Just a bunch of weirdos. Like, the one guy, like, messaged me was just, like, lips. And I'm like, oh, this is my cue to exit. Right, because, like, you don't... Just, hello, how are you? Yeah. And, like, the crazy thing is the one guy who actually, like, was having a decent conversation with me was, like, a white guy. Right. Like, he was real cool, real well, chill. Well, white guys be bold. If white guys want pussy on that app, they just... Oh. They're, they're straight out with it. Like, I will say that. Like, on Tinder and stuff, if a white guy just want to fuck... They're a lot more vulgar than black guys. Like, black guys will at least say stuff like lips and, like, ease into it. Where mm-hmm. white guys like, so, can I look your ass? Like, oh, they will jump. There. I promise you, they will jump <laughs> right into it. So, he might have really been a genuine white guy for him. Aww, not, right, yeah. because all the white guys I ever messaged on there that really just wanted pussy, they literally came out right and was like, let's mm. fuck. You up for it? She's Louise. I eat pussy. I eat ass. So, that? Yeah. Mm. I eat pussy while I eat your ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just come out right with it. And they send all the little emojis that go with it. Like, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely didn't give Tinder the, maybe the proper fill out, but. I think you should give it another shot. You know, and also a part of me and people is also getting out the house as well. So my mom said the same thing. Can't meet them in your room. I, I just feel like I don't have time to like. Date. I'm so trying to get out apps there. Are perfect for you then. I don't know. The apps wasn't doing it for me. I am gonna give it another try. Okay. Yeah, it is kind of hard for me to kind of get out there and meet new people because my job is so demanding. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I think we'll see. And like one of my coworkers who's like in her 30s, she told me like also something that girls our age need to learn as far as meeting people is like switching up where we go like Mm -hmm. she said you're gonna only meet like the same type of people if you're always just going to bars or like clubs or stuff but you have to like switch up and go to different types of events like a gallery or Mm -hmm. art show like in order for you to be exposed to like possible other people who might match you a little bit better you have to go to like different things when you go out not just always like unnecessary like a bar or something and the crazy thing is i like doing stuff like that like i love going to art exhibits right. i love try, trying new things in different atmospheres even if it is kind of like eh, i'll still try it right right so yeah we'll see maybe i'll go on event bright and find something yeah like go on event bright find something i'm sure and there's always some type of art show something mm-hmm. some creative thing that you can link up or go to like something where it's like you know, black professionals mm-hmm. or, you know, we all just got to switch up our our, our surroundings. Yeah. Because I can't meet another guy at Drake night. I'm sorry. Yeah, because those definitely aren't any type of, like, catch. Mm. That's, we being 100. Okay. So. So let's hop into our hot topics. So did you have any hot topics for this week? Um, <clears throat> the good sis Megan Thee Stallion, since we're on the topic of dating, it seems that her and Moneybag Yo are no longer a thing. Uh, you know, she did do an interview and somebody asked her what was the kind of guy she was looking for. And she said somebody tall and funny. And, you know, there are rumors around saying that she is dating Trey Song. She did put those rumors to rest. However, I do think they will make a great couple. I love some Trey songs. He's always been Trey Bay. And I just love Megan Thee Stallion. I think they have great personalities. So I think those two will make a great couple. But as of right now, they're just chill. They're just friends. So, yeah. Um, Those, what else? I did see that recently there was some 
an issue in a school so a white student posted a black student on craigslist and said that they were a slave for sale that's wild so now the white student is now being charged for a hate crime and i think they should yeah because like what what even possessed you to do that you just put somebody in danger like with all this sex trafficking and everything going on why would you think that was a good idea because people definitely do be posting other people mm-hmm. like on some sex traffic inside time mm-hmm. on like Craigslist. But even aside from that, like, why did you think that was okay to do? Mm-hmm. Like, but see, was this somebody that he knew? The, I think they were classmates. But clearly y'all not friends. Yeah, because why would you do something like that? Right. I wouldn't even play with my friends like that. Right. And another thing that's bothering that's me weird. in so- our society, I should say, people are getting real comfortable with recording other people. Right. I don't think that's appropriate. Like, it was this one girl, she was on a flight with this guy, and she was attracted to him. So she recorded him, and her cousin posted it on Twitter and was like, hey, my cousin was on a flight with this guy, and she didn't get a chance to say anything. Twitter, do your thing. And people was like, no, we're not about to do our thing. Like, you was on a flight with this guy, and you could have said anything. something. Like, come on, now you're just being creepy and posting. It's different if, like, I. I met somebody, I took a picture with them. Because, like, kind of like how I've seen before. Like, right. you met somebody at, like, a function. You took a picture, and then you... It slipped your mind to get their number. Then that'd be a little different, because I actually see that you met this person. Right. But you just taking a random picture of somebody that you thought was attractive and saying, help me find them when you had opportune, like, opportunity on the flight or wherever it is to say something to them. That's just creepy. And that's a, invading my privacy. Like, right. I could be on the run. I could be uh, in a witness protection program. You know what's going on and you record me putting on the internet. Right. And you could have just said something to me. Yo, I'm sitting right there. And nine times out of ten says if he saw you and this ain't nothing, he ain't interested. Because okay. men, if they, you know, for the most part, I feel like if a man, think, if he find you attractive enough and he really feel like it's that serious to say something to you, he will. Mm. And if not, then just keep it pushing. Like, yeah. I feel like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like, and that wasn't sis. So okay, you just did your thing on night. <laughs> okay, just ruined it for you. Yeah, like, and a lot of times when people see that, they be like, it don't even be them. It be like people they be in relationships with, like, oh, girl, that's my baby daddy or that's my boyfriend. Or, like, I like you don't know what his whole background is too. Exactly, you saying do your thing, but he could be married. He could be a fucking rapist. But you out here posting him on the internet. Talking about do you think he about to do his thing, okay. sis, and, and beat that ass. Yes. Don't. I mean, I'm not gonna say that I don't know who he is, but I'm just saying, like, you never know who you trying to you feed him for out yes. here. It's like he legit minding his business, and here you come. Yeah. So, um, but I saw the Harriet Tubman movie today. How was it? And it was good. I did like it. Um, you know, uh. I mean, I already knew a lot about her, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like nothing in it was really a shock. And it is just another another slave movie. You know, mm-hmm. I do enjoy slave movies because I do like watching how our people like overcame. got out of right overcame. That's why I really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And then I still can't just fathom how people really genuinely believe that they should own other people mm-hmm. and how they truly, with their whole heart, believed it. Like. When I watch it, I'm like, yeah, they definitely had mental illnesses. Because it's like, they was 100%, without a shadow of a doubt, really, truly believe that what they were doing to other people. people, And, like, they really, in their minds, were able to 
manipulate the idea of like mm-hmm. that we weren't even human when we are literally able to have children with you when we literally have arms and legs and eyes and mouths like you mm-hmm. is the only difference literally is our skin color and then the texture of our hair everything else is literally the same Maybe. but you know but it goes to show like that what they don't wasn't right because there was a mm-hmm. slew of white people who knew that it wasn't right you had yeah. white people literally putting their lives on the line to free black people mm-hmm. like um i forget the one abolitionist oh this white man but he really put his life on mm-hmm. a line like so many different white people really was like what the fuck is wrong with y'all but and for people of your own color to tell you like you shouldn't be doing this like you just want but then y'all found a way to turn it on mm-hmm. y'all nigger lovers and da, 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 so. you know right from wrong no right. matter what color or background you come from you know right from wrong so it's just like the hatred that y'all created and right. just the the evilness there is just like what was the reason for it what was the cause for it right. it's just like it's it's sad that we had to experience it but i just appreciate how we overcame it yeah black people are amazing that we have today and you just see it every day now like how we yeah. still overcome you know those rooted evils from back then. I don't know if you saw, but there was saying like Julia Roberts was oh, yeah, casted to play Harriet Tubman. Yeah, people were like, are y'all really like comparing that to like The Little Mermaid? Like mm-hmm. Harriet Tubman was a real black woman in history who fought to free hundreds of black people mm-hmm. and Little Mermaid is a fictional, like a made up character. Right. So like what? I think people forget that with like Ariel, anybody can be a Disney princess. Any girl can, you know, want to be that. It's like you said, it's a fictional character, and it's all about encouraging and being the person you want to be. Harriet Tubman, like, it's a real story. Like this actually. But you know, happened. white people they don't. Some white people mm-hmm. don't comprehend things. They just see it as you know, this is our thing, our white Disney princess, and black people want to mm-hmm. try to be a part of it and. You know, their little story about Harriet Tubman is not that deep. I mean, everything that involves us is not that deep to some of them. So, Would you, you still know. have seen it if Julia Roberts played No, I wouldn't because whoever made it, y'all should be ashamed. And she should be ashamed of herself for even taking a role like that. And I think Julia Roberts is way more smart than that to know, like, that would have butchered her career mm. to take that type of role. Like, if you're a person who's getting casted for a role that you know does not fit who you are, you... You need to like reevaluate mm-hmm. that, like you know, like Zendaya. Even though she's, um, you know, mixed, she turns down certain rules that she feels is meant for like darker skinned black women. Mm-hmm. Like, know your place. And mm-hmm. Julie Roberts, I don't think you're off, you know, as an actress from your work to think that you could have ever even played Shorty. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, the girl who played Harriet Tubman, she got a lot of backlash because she's British. She's a British actor, right? And a lot of people felt this though, since she wasn't. A black American that she couldn't really relate, but I'm like, black is black. We experience racism all throughout the world, and we don't know how her family got over to where she was from, too. Exactly, because a lot of black people who were brought over here as a slave, they went to other countries and stuff like that. Like a lot of people went up to Canada. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know how she got over there. Her family could have like been over here at some point and found their way. Like you don't know. So right. yeah, right now, like obviously she has the accent and like. Probably a lot of her family has, like, been born and grown up over there. But at the end of the day, she's a black woman. So Right. I was just about to say. She's like, not African-American, but she's black. She's a black woman who 
knows the trials and tribulations that we have to go through as black women. Right, not necessarily maybe how we face them in America, America. but just as having darker skin because they definitely have racism Mm -hmm. where she's at, so... And she said that in one of her interviews. She was like, "It's no matter how you guys see it, I'm still a black girl. Like, I still experience things. They don't see me. When I walk in a room, they don't see a British actor they see a black girl right so you know i think that was a powerful thing to touch on because it's like we have to include all of us not just oh americans jamaicans no we're all black yeah we are african descent so we all have to take that into consideration and empower one another encourage one another i think she did an excellent job from the scenes that i saw yeah she did and you know out of the whole thing so pretty much like the part in the movie where she went back for her husband and he like remarried and was like having a kid on the way. Mm-hmm. And like this one girl on Twitter, she was like, this nigga, she literally came back and possibly was going to get caught then be put back in slavery. Just to find out her nigga like found a new wife. And I was like, niggas really amazed me. Like even that, because I get it. He quote unquote thought she was dead from when she mm-hmm. first escaped. Cause by the time she got back, down there it was like a whole year later mm-hmm. but it's only been a year so even if he was dead i would think i would need more than a year to get over my dead wife but that nigga didn't hesitate to get a new wife and you got the bitch pregnant and you about to have a kid like harriet was so fucking destroyed she's like really like all right nigga like i came all the way back down here i was free and out of all my family i was coming back for you first mm. you know what i mean like that shit just wild to me Niggas ain't shit. But another character in the movie... So, when Harriet came back again Mm -hmm. to, like, rescue her sister, her sister was, like, asking her... um, Harriet was asking her sister, like, hey, where is such and such wife? And she's Mm -hmm. like, well, she remarried and stuff like that. And then Harriet kind of made a face. And her sister was like, don't judge her. Like, don't judge us. We are doing what we do need to do, like, for our sanity. Mm -hmm. So I guess, like, a part of it was also to, like, it's not even about, like, he moved on from Harriet Mm -hmm. or he didn't love her. It was probably, like, I'm, like, you have to be with somebody to, like, just to remain sane, Mm -hmm. being a slave. So after that scene, her sister was kind of like, we do what we have to do to stay sane. And that means, like, if somebody we love dies, we have to, like, find a new husband, a Mm -hmm. new wife, or, like, have a new kid to, like, fill that void. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Especially with their kids being sold and all that. I was just about to say, like, you know, you find family in anything that's, you know, relatable to you. Like, if I was to lose something or someone and was thinking that they were never going to come back, I would kind of do the same thing. I think I would have got remarried if my husband or wife ran off to freedom. I just think a year wasn't a long enough. Like, a year ain't no fucking time. Well, everybody grieves differently. That's true. So, he probably was like, you know, that was a decision she made. I still love her and I miss her. But, like you said, life goes on. He probably got his ass beat that day because she wasn't missing. He probably No, he did. He did. Like, his whole eye got fucked up. Mm. The guy, like, hit him in the eye with a gun. And then, Mm. even when she came back ahead, still, like, the scar. So, it was understandable, you know. But... I know it was still hurtful because I came back through the trenches, nigga, to get your ass. Like, I could have been caught. You know what I mean? mean, Sold back into slavery to get you and you down here to marry. I see both sides of it. Yeah, I see both sides, so. I would be like, you don't know what they did to me. Like, you know, here was somebody who was able to come for me and heal me back while you were gone. Like, 
Yeah, a year is a long time when you get abused. You yeah, like you're a slave. Yeah, like that shit's never going to end. And that's so. just a year on top of all the years you've already endured as a slave. So, yeah. and, he, and that's the thing. He was a free man. So I don't know if he like got turned back into a slave mm-hmm. or he was still free when she like came back from. I couldn't like really. I wasn't really sure about that part, mm-hmm. but. Let's get into our topic, y'all. We spent a lot of time on our what the hell happened today. It was good. Yes, it was. Talked about a lot of good stuff. But this is good, too. Yeah. This topic. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to talk about manifesting today. Mm-hmm. And um, so, pretty much manifesting is just like the idea of like pretty much, I don't even know how to describe it, but creating the things that you want for yourself by through thoughts and actions mm-hmm. and words so you know just thinking about like the things that you want I think you know earlier I was you know sometimes I do this thing where I still like look on people's twitters that I used to talk to just mm-hmm. to like see what they're doing not necessarily because I miss them or anything but just like oh I wonder what, right like I just wonder what you're doing mm-hmm. so this guy I used to talk to I went on his twitter and when I was dating him he was very, very negative. Like, he didn't have a really good relationship with his parents. And, you know, he just wasn't where he wanted to be. But he would always complain about it. And literally, as I was reading his Twitter, he still has the same mindset mm-hmm. from... And I think I was talking to him... The last time I... We was talking in the spring. So, like, he still has literally that same mindset from the spring. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, you know... I was saying to myself, like, I feel like he's not really getting the gains that he wants in certain aspects of his life because you literally kept, keep putting out this negative energy. You're manifesting mm-hmm. this negativity into your life because literally every tweet is about how your parents don't get you and this ain't working and mm-hmm. nobody loves you. Like, nigga, you're really getting in your own way. Mm-hmm. Like, you might not actually be doing things like physically that's getting your way but your thought and you speaking that shit on a daily basis is blocking what you could have mm-hmm. and i know it's like another like when it comes to like speaking negatively or speaking ill it just feels heavy uh-huh. like it literally feels like weights like just speaking that negativity and having that negativity in you just feels like heavy and i notice when i speak positive and speak feel you know, lighter you know good things into the atmosphere when it comes to me and pertaining to myself it does feel lighter it's like oh like i feel it like i know when solange said she was writing her her latest album home her first song is um i saw things and she Mm -hmm. keeps repeating it i saw things i imagined i saw things i imagined Mm -hmm. until she said she kept saying it until she she felt it she saw the things she was imagining and seeing for herself and i think that was just like so important because when you just speak what you want into existence, the universe will hear it and bring yeah. it back to you. Yeah. And I think people forget that because we get caught up in the hardships of day-to-day life. It's like, all of this is happening, but you have to continue to put out that positive energy because it'll come back to you. Exactly. I agree. And I think manifesting definitely starts with, like, you know, your thoughts and what you say. Because um, my mom always says that, like, you know, we are not our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, like... You have to accept, like, when these negative thoughts come in your mind, but also realize, like, you know, I'm not accepting these thoughts. I'm not my thoughts. And you have to, like, you know, acknowledge those negative thoughts, but also not let yourself dwell on them and, like, push them out. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. that came in my mind, but I'm going to think positive. Yeah. Um, And I think it's definitely easier said than done. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I just think that people need to put the same amount of emphasis on, like, their thoughts and their words as they do, like, as 
the actions that they put into getting something as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your mom's a good person to talk to when it comes to stuff like this because mm-hmm. she's the one person, like, when I have negative thoughts, I'm like, okay, I'm going to release these thoughts. Right, right. <laughs> but it works. Like, yeah. like, when you go to, like, a therapist or when you go to see somebody about, you know, mental illness or mental stress, they always say, well, work on your breathing. Like, it'll distract you from all those negative things. And it's like... You focusing on your breathing is distracting you and letting those negative thoughts and those negative energies be released out of you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always like when I'm having a bad panic attack or an anxiety attack, I just center myself and work on my breathing. And it works. Like, yeah. Everything, everything starts with you. I think we forget. We get caught up in playing the blame game like, oh, my job is this and this is this and this person did this to me. But mm-hmm. everything starts with you. Like sometimes you just have to recenter yeah. yourself and be like... All right, well, let me get let me get things back on track. Let me put them where I want them to be. Yeah, and I think sometimes people don't realize that. Like, so with the guy, like when I read all his tweets, I'm like, nigga, you are literally in this position in your life because of the things that you are speaking, and you don't think that you're worthy. Mm-hmm. You know, because he made a tweet. Obviously, I check in on this nigga's Twitter too mm-hmm. much because I know the tweet. But his one tweet was like. Um, I'm really, it's so weird when somebody tells me that they find me attractive because I don't really hear that. Like, mm. nigga, have some fucking confidence in yourself. Well, like, you know what? As a person who grew up ugly, I'm But no, this is like team. a constant thing. Like, even when we were talking, mm-hmm. every time we would talk, it was always some negative shit. And he even said to me, I know you don't want to hear the shit today, but yet you keep... Being negative all day. He that's probably something he grew up with. Like right. you know, when you younger and going through your ugly stage, and you, that's the image you see of yourself. So right. it's not until you speak highly of yourself and drill that confidence into right. yourself that you get to a point where it's like, I'm the shit. I'm the bitch. I look good. I'm, any well, any I, bitch would want me. I couldn't deal with it. Not another fucking day. But you know. I think that's something he's going to have to figure out and manifest for himself, like right. to really put yourself in that spirit. Because, like, when you like, I think of it like when you constantly have a bad habit and do it and do it and do it. It's not until you get fed up with it, like, right, right. You know, damn, why I keep bringing myself down? Like, I look good, like, but I, I feel think good. some people continue it because they don't realize how much power your thought. And your mm-hmm. words have. I think a lot of people just think like, oh, as long as I do X, Y, and Z, this should happen. Mm-hmm. But it's not just in the action. It's also like my thought and my words. And if you don't even get to the point of knowing that that's a part of it, then you're probably not going to even be able to fix it. Because yeah. everything starts with your mind. Like right. anything that's happened or that is possible, it all starts with a thought or an idea. So, right. You know, you have to create those positive thoughts because if you don't. You don't have anything. Exactly. I think it was Jay Versace. I love him. He's mm-hmm. like on Twitter and everything. And his he was making a meme. Like he was making a funny. But he was like, if our thoughts are energy and energy can be trans, like they can be um, transferred. Connected, yeah. Kinesthetic in, in a sense. He was like, are we transferring ideas to each other? I'm like, that is so true. How many times have we had an idea and somebody's created that idea? Like, right. I thought of that first. Like, right. And I think that's so powerful, especially when we're around other people. Nobody wants to be that, be around that person who's negative. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like you just couldn't deal with I it. Couldn't. Like, oh my god! And gosh. I'm like, damn, I know I be complaining about stuff, but damn, <laughs> like every time I talk to him, it was like negative, negative, mm-hmm. negative. I'm just like nigga, and I kind of felt like too. He was kind of looking for somebody to like feel sympathy. Yeah, or like give him a space to like 
feel better. And I'm like, you have to do that for yourself. And I'm not finna do that because you're getting on my nerves with all this fucking complaining. Like, it's not even, it wasn't even like regular day-to-day complaining. Like, you know, mm-hmm. people complain. It was next level. I was like, I was like, you just have so much going on. Because in addition to the complaining, then he had like strict ass parents. Mind you, like, mm-hmm. he was 24, can't spend a night out, can't travel. Because like, his parents like beliefs and stuff. Because he was Haitian. I said, so you complain a lot. You can't go to fucking where. I said, I don't. And you, and he lived in Maryland. I said, mm-hmm. and this is, we're not close to each other. I said, it's just too many different, yeah. too many factors. Yeah, he wasn't cre- creating what he wanted for himself. He was right. letting other people create it for him. That's right. probably why the, he was so negative on himself. Because when you let other people control the type of person you want to be and who you right. are, it's it brings you down like you're like in a prison in a con in a sense like and that's what it sounded like he was in yeah like you can't be yourself because right. you're allowing your parents like to dictate and control who you are and i think at a certain age i was just talking to a friend about this you see your parents for who they are right now that we're adults, oh my god yes we see i see my mom as robbie i see my dad as dorian like you probably see your mom as gina now instead yes. of Mom, oh, I got to listen to her. Yeah, you just realize a lot of things about them that mm-hmm. are kind of masked by your innocence when yeah. you're younger. And being a so, child. Yeah. Like, now that you're adults, you're able to think for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're able to create for yourself. So, it's like, I don't need my parents to dictate anything for me. Right. I still listen and take into consideration because they're very valuable people to me in my life. However... I have to think and create on my own. I right. can't let them do everything for me anymore. Because... Right. Even if that means, like, they disown me. Even if that means, like... And I think that was a word of his, like, being disowned of, like, you know, not marrying by a certain mm-hmm. age or moving out before you got married because those were all part of, like, their beliefs. But I'm mm-hmm. just like, if they don't want to talk to you anymore because of that, then that's going to be on them. But you have to free, you have to do what's going to be good for you because the negativity... Aside from, like, trying to find a romantic partner that's, one, that's going to turn them off. Mm -hmm. And, two, you're just going to be stuck. Because you're constantly manifesting, like, this negative shit in your life because that's what you're thinking. That's what you're Mm -hmm. saying. You know what I mean? And then your actions. Yeah, you could be doing all this good stuff. You could be getting the best job. But it's really not going to ever feel really great to you because everything else is still on a negative page. Your thoughts Mm -hmm. and your words. So. Yeah, and it's like you can do all of the right things and create all of the right things for yourself, but if you're doing it to please other people, you'll never be happy. Exactly. So yeah, oh that sucks. I feel so sorry for him. I, yes. I hope he finds the the peace that he deserves because that yeah. must suck. Yeah, he. I really hope that for him as well because yeah. that is just I can't even imagine. Like it's just like mm-hmm. wow. Like this is on some next level type of shit like mm-hmm. but yeah so oh goodness especially when it comes to like your parents and seeing them for who they are i notice like a lot of things like i see some of the decisions and some of the things that my parents did to make them the person who they are and before i really used to judge them uh-huh. i don't do that anymore it's like you made that decision because it probably was the right decision for, for you. you and i think that's a good place to be in too especially when it comes to parents so mm-hmm. well, yeah so we're gonna take it into my segment y'all matters of the heart 
So, hey guys, we're here for my segment of the show. So, you know, your girl Ari is here to give some advice. And today we've been talking about manifesting, you know, the type of life that we want. So, um, actually, recently I was talking to someone about how to remove negative people out of their lives. And I think part of manifesting is removing um, things that are no longer serving you in your life, not just only speaking and putting in the action to get that thing that you want, but you also need to remove shit that you don't want. So I think when it comes to like getting rid of people who are just not benefiting you, I think just leave them be. Um, I think sometimes we don't always owe people an explanation um, depending on the level of toxicity that they add to our lives. I mean, some people you can give them like, hey, I think it's best if we stay in this capacity with each other, you know what I mean? Or, hey, um, I'm not really, you know, on the same page as you right now, so I think it's more beneficial if we do this. Or some people are just on the level where you just can't even give them an explanation, so you just have to low-key ghost them. And I think that sometimes, you know, if someone is adding a tremendous amount of negativity, they kind of don't deserve an explanation. Um, I feel like... While communication is very important in most circumstances, there are, you know, certain cases where this person is not worthy of an explanation. An explanation says, like, I see you, you see me, you're important to me, I want to work this out. It says, like, I value you, you value me. Um, versus, you know, um, people who aren't worthy of that communication, people who continuously bring your life down, bring you down you might get in a place where it's like, I don't think I value you that much. Therefore, I don't probably need to communicate that I no longer want you in my life or that we need to like slow things down. Whatever the capacity, it could be a friend, lover, colleague, whatever the case may be. I mean, we've all dealt with a toxic or not so great person in all these different realms. I've had friends that I've had to cut. I've had relationships, all types of things, even family members, you know. Um, I think you know, depending on the relationship with the person, of course, the conversations will look different and our comfortability on ghosting somebody or not giving them an explanation will vary. Um, some people will say like, you know, you should give everybody an explanation. I think it's that's not that easy. I think it's a case by case. Um, just like there's going to be, like I said, certain situations where you don't give the explanation. So, um, I felt like if you are trying to remove somebody negative out of your life, I think you need to assess like who's the person, how important they are to you. Um, is is something that can be fixed? Are you willing to fix it? Do you have the patience to fix it? And then you kind of go from there. Um, but your two options is to either communicate your needs, like tell that person we need to fix it, or I'm gonna just leave it be. I go my way, you go your way because. I could be, and that's another thing too, people don't ever really realize when it comes to manifesting is like, I could be doing all I want over here, speaking the good shit, doing the good shit, but I have these constant people around me who are continuously bringing this negative ass energy. So it is a barrier. It's going to create a barrier. Even though I'm not doing the barrier, these people that I have around me are going to create that barrier for me. So this was your girl Ari. Once again, we're going to hop right back into our discussion. Okay, guys. So we're back to finish off our discussion on manifesting um and i guess at this point we want to more so talk about how to be more positive how to manifest the things that you want in your life so dorian do you have anything in particular 
yes. that you would recommend? Um, I recently just picked up on journaling again. Okay. When I was younger, um, I used to write in the journal, and it's so funny because my little brother fell in one. It was like, wow, your life was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, you're not supposed to be reading my journal. That's but hilarious. I, I just, oh, sorry. No, I just find it as like an outlet to release some of those negative thoughts that mm-hmm. I may be having and write down new ones that I want. Like, anything I want, anything that's possible, I write it in my journal, and I just try to put the actions to it, like... Um, I know in the morning, well, I'm not going to say me per se, my friend dad and her used to do this and I thought it was like really cool. Like mm-hmm. whenever they got in the car, they would pray Okay. just to have a safe ride. And I'm like, that's such a good idea. Right, and right, I, right. I kind of picked up on it, just praying for a safe destination and just, you know, I think prayers go a long way. Even the, I know to all the people who are religious, you may not be religious, but I think prayer is a great escape to not just ask God for things, but just to, give you the guidance to make you right. more aware of what exactly you're looking for or searching for because we're all we all have a purpose whether we feel like we don't so i just i say prayer my journal and just you know having people who think like me in a sense mm-hmm. and people who think differently than me because they always teach me new things and put me on a different ways and you know people who think like me they inspire me mm-hmm. so i think that's kind of some of the things that you know, I should suggest and putting yourself like we talked about in new environments right, that right. can put you in a place of manifesting the things that you want. Because when you see something different, you're inspired and you see it and you're like, OK, maybe I want to try that or maybe I can do this or I can create my own whatever. So mm-hmm. those are some of the things I can just speak on. What about you? Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And I think, you know, recognizing in yourself that you are the controller of, like, your thoughts mm-hmm. and that, like, no matter what comes into your mind, you have the ability to, like, switch it to something else. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard because I have so many negative thoughts come in my head throughout the day. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, sometimes I will let them, I will sit there, like, thinking on them. And then sometimes, like, I'll, like, shake my head. I literally <laughs> do that. Like, sometimes I could be sitting there and I can... I can't say I feel a negative. I don't even know. I just, a negative thought is entering my head and I, and I see it coming into my head and then I'll shake my head like as if that's really, but it works sometimes. Like I'm going to say, okay. And then I'm just like, all right, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Um, or sometimes I do let myself just go ahead and think the fucking thought and I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have did that. But you know, so, you know, I'm human. So mm-hmm. it's not every, and I think as a human, we have so many negative thoughts that come into our mind it's hard to like shake every single one of them mm-hmm. um but yeah or like if i feel a negative thought coming on i'll just try to just hurry up and think about something else okay and yeah, that I'll also to works that. too for the most part um mm. so you know and then I, you know i do start trying to put like different different energy like one thing i've been really trying my best not to say anymore is like niggas ain't shit okay because okay. i feel like when you say that you just bring a more ancient <laughs> into your atmosphere like of course i slip out and say that sometimes but you know i try not to say i try to be like no there are good men out here and mm-hmm. i'm gonna find one yeah. you know what i mean um and you know i also say like this is gonna work out mm-hmm. this is gonna be fine i'm not gonna worry about it so I just try to do things like that, like telling myself like everything is great, mm-hmm. it's gonna be fine, like like just saying stuff that you want to be true. Mm-hmm. Um and just saying like everything will be handled. Like, you know, actually saying the things that you want. Um 
you know, I actually, one of my, like, friends, um, Imani, I follow her, and she's been, like, modeling for a while. You know, Imani. Oh, yeah. And she, like, tweeted yesterday, like, oh, I'm going to be walking in the Fenty Beauty show. And, like, when I was reading, I was like, oh, my God. And then she's like, I'm speaking it into existence, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the tweet. And I was like, that's really awesome because literally when I read the tweet, I was like, okay, sis. Right. But, like, no, okay, sis, because you really are going to do it because you're mm-hmm. speaking it into existence. And I think, you know, people have to realize, like, you have to do that and I think some people think oh no just by saying something ain't gonna make it happen of course not see like this is the thing about manifesting it's just not an isolated action it's not like just saying it or just thinking it's literally thinking saying and doing Mm -hmm. that is gonna like manifest what you want right Mm -hmm. so like for example if I want like a promotion that means I gotta think that I'm gonna get the promotion I gotta say it and then I have to put the work and then get the promotion Mm -hmm. I can't just do one of the three. I literally have to do all three. Mm-hmm. Or just like with finding a romantic partner. I got to say that I'm going to get it. Find that person. I got to, um, you know, think it. And I got to also put myself in spaces to meet mm-hmm. that person. And my actions also have to align to the type of person I'm trying to attract. Right? Mm-hmm. So I can say I want a good man. Think I want a good man. But if I'm still fucking people mm. when I know I don't want to just be fucking or I'm letting niggas Netflix and chill me, mm-hmm. I'm not doing the action that's going to get me a good man. Right. I could have met the nigga at a fucking, fucking medical seminar, but if I'm fucking them and sucking them and right. Netflix and chilling and not holding my standards, it don't matter because right. I'm not actually putting the action to get that person. I'm only saying it, thinking it. And my actions, I'm it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. They all have to be aligned. Together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, one thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think those are the only way to connect the, the three is to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Put it out there. Put out positive, right. like, thoughts and, and energies. And I know, like, when I'm sometimes down or I, I can't seem to get it, I would right. call a friend or I call my mom. And sometimes just those encouraging words that they say, it, it makes me go a long way. It's like, yeah, okay. sometimes you do need somebody else to like just give you some encouraging mm-hmm. words and tell you like it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, no matter how many encouraging words you get, you have to be the person that believes it. Mm-hmm. You have to be the person that's willing to put forth the effort to obtain that thing and that thought. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think, and I think another thing that helps me too is like, you know, some areas is are easier to manifest for certain people than others, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, work and school has always been a very easy thing for me to manifest, like, what I wanted mm-hmm. from it. But then when it came to, like, things like maybe, like, relationships or my relationship with my mom, mm-hmm. those were things that I felt like I had to probably work a little harder. And then I think sometimes we think, oh, maybe those things are just not supposed to work out. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you might just be a person... Like, it, it was just easier for you because of who you are to manifest good things in your career because you are so career-driven. Mm-hmm. But you're maybe not as romantic. So it's going to cause for you to put a little bit more effort into mm-hmm. it. It doesn't mean that it's not possible for you to manifest it, but because you're not as, like, focused on romance, you're going to have to put extra effort into mm-hmm. manifesting, like, what you want. So, like, for me, I think about how I have manifested what I want as career and school-wise. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remind myself, like, I can manifest those things in other areas, but because career and school has always been my main focus, it was easier for me to, like, create that for myself. Mm-hmm. These other areas, I'm going to have to just concentrate a little bit harder mm-hmm. because those haven't always been, like, necessarily 
you know, the areas I feel confident in. I feel like people normally manifest in areas that they're the most confident mm. in the fastest. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, because like, it's easier yeah. to get it done. Right, like, if I'm really, like, all about, like, my job, mm-hmm. it's going to be so easy for me to manifest that, like, promotion because I'm so goal job oriented. Mm-hmm. Or if I was a person who, like, really was, like, emotionally sound and, like, had, like, all my love languages in tune, then I probably can manifest beautiful relationships with, mm-hmm. like, romantic partners, family, friends. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not as confident in that area, the manifesting is going to be a little more work than this other area. Mm-hmm. So I think people also need to realize that, too. Like, you're not going to be able to manifest everything, at like, with the same level of energy because certain areas for you individually need more attention because of who you are mm-hmm. so. i think sometimes as humans when we see something as complicated or hard or it needs a little more work than normal we kind of stray away from it because right oh i'll be like oh this is gonna take me for so much work it's work take energy i just leave it alone but and then when it this is like a plant like if you right. don't attend to it and it, it withers off and it dies so you have to attend to it. You have to water it. You have to make sure it grows. You have to give it the sunlight that it needs. You have to nurture it. And sometimes it's harder, especially when it comes to our emotions, for us to nurture certain areas because they are touchy-feely when it comes to how it makes us feel. Sometimes when we talk or we work on something, it makes us angry or it makes us sad when we have to think about it. So we don't want to deal with it at all. But in order to manifest in all areas, you have to attend to all areas. Exactly. And I think you made such a good point with like when it seems like a little bit more work or harder that mm-hmm. you tend to stray because there's been plenty of times where it was like easy for me to say, oh, I'm not going to fuck. I'll just be single like, mm-hmm. or fuck that relationship or whatever it is that I was trying to get. But I mm-hmm. knew that I had to put more effort into it, but it's like, it'll, you can get it, but you just have to be willing to put that work in. Yeah. You might mm-hmm. be exhausted and you might like feel like, damn, this is a lot, but it's very obtainable. Mm-hmm. You just have to be willing to like really put it in. Yeah. And that also means doing some things that you're not used to doing and being maybe uncomfortable for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like for me, when it comes to like relationships, I will be honest, I am used to having sex like mm-hmm. with a person and like they're not my boyfriend or like just chilling or not requiring certain stuff. Like, you know, throughout my time of dating, I've required different things like I've sometimes I've had a standard sometimes I didn't and Mm -hmm. you know whatever but now I'm in a place like with this particular person I'm dating now I am having a standard and I'm not going to say it's making me uncomfortable but it's definitely something that I haven't done in a long time Mm -hmm. so for me it's like okay be patient number one no even if it feels really good get to really know that person spend that time also, like, make sure you hold your standard. No matter how much you want to, like, do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. it's important for you to line it up in a certain way. And um, and another thing, like, for example, like, me communicating, like, certain things I do and do not like, mm-hmm. I have to do that from the beginning. Right. Because if you, if I don't do that, then they're not going to get fixed. And mm-hmm. then by time, you know, more time goes by, it's going to be hard for me to try to address those because I should have addressed it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So... You know, just being uncomfortable in those type of ways, like just doing things that you might not normally do in order to seek like different results. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like the, just like the word uncom- un- uncomfortable and being comfortable when you're too comfortable in a situation, I feel like 
something has to be changed or rearranged because you shall always be striving to grow and learn more. And when you just get stuck in that comfortable setting, it's just like you stump your growth a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that can bit. be dangerous. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're made to prosper and to learn and, and to teach. And it's like, how can we when we're just stuck in the same spot? Right. So it's yeah. important to get acquainted with different areas yeah and sometimes when i say like uncomfortable that just more so means like doing something that you're not used to Mm -hmm. because you know when you are doing something that you're not used to it might not necessarily be quote unquote uncomfortable but it feels a little weird because it's Mm -hmm. like i'm not used to like doing this Mm -hmm. thing but if you continue to do the same exact thing you're gonna get the same exact thing right so like you have to if you want to see a different result then you have to put like different actions into play mm-hmm. you know um and it might feel weird at first but eventually you're like oh it's so easy for me to communicate this or mm-hmm. do this because i know like now like i've already given myself the chance to get like used to those things mm-hmm. so i think everybody if you want something new to come into your space you need to like assess the whole circumstance and say like what do i need to like switch change adjust mm-hmm you know, to move forward this thing that I want, whatever the area is, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's career, school, romance, friendship, whatever, or self, like, growth, like, what is it that you need to rearrange or look and adjust for it to, like, match what you're trying to do? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not changing anything about how you're, like, approaching the situations, you're probably not going to, like, see any growth in it yeah so and if you continue to do anything the same way and expect change it's insanity like right so you trying to fix or you know work on something but you're still having the same negative approach or you're still doing the same thing that puts you in this situation or you're still dealing with the same kind of people right but yeah you're expecting change you're not going to get much out of it right and it's going to take you longer to you know get the healing or to get the thing that you desired if you're still going at it a different way yeah and that's why the universe really works in a funny way because you will literally continue to have the same encounters Mm -hmm. with different people but same scenario because you need to adjust something that you're doing Mm -hmm. and that goes like literally for anything it could be like your luck with jobs Mm -hmm. your luck with boyfriends your luck with friends like what do you need to adjust so that you do not keep feeling like oh i'm literally dealing with the same shit but it's just different people or Mm -hmm. different jobs or whatever like it's something that you need to adjust Mm -hmm. for it to change yeah yeah. Or you need to do. I think you just need to write out what what you want and what makes you happy, mm-hmm. and just work on it. I think that's why the new year is such like a big thing because it's like a fresh start, new beginning. Yeah, I think the idea of like oh, it's a new year, mm-hmm. but I think people also need to not get so caught up on that too because y'all be low key stunting yourself by waiting to a whole new fresh year. Like just start, you know. And I get it. Like some people have this mind thing where like okay. I have to start, like, something new on this day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because I do shit like that. Like, I'll start on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I just feel we're starting, like, a new goal on, like, a fucking Wednesday or some shit. But, like, sometimes I do that because I'm like, fuck, whatever. It don't fucking matter what day I start. I need to get the fuck started. Mm-hmm. Like, a whole new day, week, year is not going to do anything different. I just need to get started on this thing. Mm-hmm. And the sooner I get it started, the sooner I can probably seek some results in it. So, I agree with that mindset, and I also like the idea of like starting like 
on a clean, fresh slate. I don't know about you, but when it's like the January 1st, I just feel like, ah. Mm-hmm. Like in the spring, I'm like, oh, this is new. Like, I'm ready. So Yeah, I feel that. I don't. It's like a feeling you have. Yeah, I can understand both uh, sides to it. Mm-hmm. People just like the new feeling of the resolutions and mm-hmm. all. It's yeah. like a, a clean piece of paper. It's like, uh, uh, let me write on it. Figure out what I want. Yeah, fresh paper is fun. Oh, okay. Like, I love like ooh. fresh paper and stuff like that, and fresh notebooks. Ooh, a fresh. When you get a fresh notebook with a fresh pen. Oh, mm-hmm. she having an orgasm over here, okay. y'all. Ah. No, you really feel even that much more confident in like what you're about to write. So, mm-hmm. or like when you just wash your sheets and put them on a bed, it's like a clean slate. It's like yeah, something about being clean. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're gonna take it into my segment and see what Big Daddy's thinking. Yes. Yo yo, it's Dorian Black, and you guys know this is talking with Big Daddy, where I talk my spew on the podcast. And the music and just all the shit I'm thinking about. So, I'm going to hop right into it. This week is going to be like a mini movie review. So, I did have the pleasure of seeing the movie Queen and Slim. And I have to say this movie gets a 10, uh, gets a 20 out of 10. It, it was that great. I can definitely say it can go down as being one of my favorite movies. I loved everything about this movie. What I really appreciated the most is that... This movie really highlighted highlighted the beauty of blackness. Everything from the lighting, the characters, the stories, it really highlighted how beautiful we are, you know, especially with, you know, the traumas we go through and the circumstances we go through and how they really bring us together. Uh, what I loved most about this movie, first of all, I just want to get into the characters. You know, I love that the characters were both melanated characters. Normally, when you see like a romance movie, you know, one character is light skin or brown skin and one is dark skin. It was nice to see that both of them were both melanated people, beautiful people. Um, I like that, you know, it was, it wasn't the typical norm, you know, Queen was a tall, beautiful, black, unapologetic woman who who was flawed in a sense, but, you know, due to past traumas. And I love that Slim was a God-fearing man who was kind of soft and, you know, very gentleman-like. And it just was nice to see that, you know when the characters came together, they were able to bring out the best in each other. And I thought that was really, really dope concept. Um, There was one part of the movie where the characters were making love and then, you know, you turn to another scene and it's like so much chaos going on. And I thought that was just a really dope concept of like kind of like love and war in modern times. I thought that was really, really, really dope. Um, There's a lot of underlying lessons in this movie. Some that just like really brought me to reality, like wow, this is this is. I just kept saying this is crazy the whole time I watched the movie. Um, I I recommend everyone go see this movie. It's a great movie. Everything gets a ten out of ten. The costumes, you know, the the production team, the writers, beautiful movie. Um, y'all know since I've seen the movie, I had to watch the, um, listen to the, uh, the soundtrack. Soundtrack is fire. You know, I like, especially the, uh, 
uh, order the soundtrack goes into. Like, it makes me, like, want to turn up. Then it makes me want to be romantic. And then, towards the end, it makes me kind of sad. But it's a great soundtrack, you know. But the movie definitely takes you through all those emotions. So the soundtrack just, you know, intensified it even more. You know, even when you're watching the movie and you're listening to some of the music that's playing. It just so dope how like it really is like spot on you know with the emotions when it comes to like the music and the scenery so the soundtrack is fire my girl Megan Thee Stallion is on there with a like New Orleans type beat song and it's really really dope like I was at work ready to shake my ass because the song is so fucking dope but um yeah this the soundtrack is fire very romantic um so if you haven't seen it I definitely recommend that you guys check out the movie Queen and Slim once again, it gets a 20 out of 10. If you have the time, go on a Tuesday where the movies is $5 and enjoy yourself. Go out on a date and go to the movies to see Queen and Slim. It's definitely one of those movies you can definitely go see with guy or female. So you guys don't have to fight over the movie. So check it out. Once again, this is Dorian Black and we're going to get back into our discussion. Oh, this was a healthy, clean like fresh episode i feel like we mm-hmm. manifested some good things hopefully yes. we help with a few people to manifest some good things into their life yeah or start just having the process of thinking about what you can do mm-hmm. you know to get the things you want in life and like looking at yourself and what you've been doing so far in your life because yeah, so that's very important because mm. everybody gets their turn to prosper okay? yes if you do the work. Okay. Okay. Put them thoughts out there. Yes, everybody. So, you know, like always, let me and Dorian know how you like this episode mm-hmm. or things that you would want to hear in the future. Um, make sure you follow me at Hardcatcher and Dorian at Dorian Black and us at EJT Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like we said, we will be dropping every Thursday. If you didn't catch that memo before and you're like still wondering what's up with the drop dates, you know, we had to do something that work for both of our schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're manifesting a great podcast. That's why we're making the adjustments. Okay, listen. You know what I mean? Speaking into existence. And exactly. 2020, we're going to have a TV show. I'm Period. out there, okay? Oh. Yeah. We're going to have Let a book. TV show, book, and Joe Button is going to want to do a collab. Okay. We're All speaking right. into existence. We're putting them thoughts out there. Period. Period. Yes, guys. Okay. Oh, we enjoyed this episode. Yes. And we will see you guys next time. All right. Peace. Peace.